You deserve to hear everything I say, whether you want to or not. She's sitting beside you, talking your ear off. Adventures with Jody, sitting in your car. It starts right now. Previously, on Adventures in Jody Sitting, I mentioned that uh, I implied that you could get a recipe from the Old Farmer's Almanac that would teach you how to make candles out of your own urine. Alright, so I probably need to point out to people that I don't know such a thing exists. What I want to make clear, because friend of the show Tim sent me a picture of a urine-scented candle that one can buy, I assume for people you hate, is that there's a big difference between a urine-scented candle and a candle made out of your own urine, which may or may not be (laughs) urine-scented. I can't believe I'm, I'm doing this again. As Tim so kindly pointed out, now that we've moved from poop discussions to pee discussions, you know, we might as well just come real, come full circle. I don't want you to send me these. I don't want you to, I, let's, can we forget it ever happened? No, probably not. This is, is this my new thing? Because my, my old things were bad enough. This is not a good, this is not a good look for anyone. This is not a thing that I want to be known for. I don't, I don't actually like scented candles all that much. I prefer, I prefer subtle scents, so I have to go with unscented if I'm going to be lighting a lot of candles, as one does this holiday season. This is the season when we burn through the tea lights. I think there are four scents total that that I'm likely to buy, and one of them is Christmas tree and it can't just smell like pine and it can't be too chemically it needs to actually smell like a real Christmas tree. When I was a kid if you didn't have a real tree you had one of those silver ones which are people really love having now. It's a very trendy thing to have one of those but my grandparents had one and at the time it was a disappointment to me that they didn't have a real tree like I thought I I don't know. I I guess just disappointed is the way I would word it. Now, you know, all these people have cool, fancy, cool Christmas trees. I don't know if I posted here. I may have put, I don't remember where I posted it, but we found black Christmas trees. We found red, white, and blue Christmas trees. I mean, there's just, there's, you can buy the most god-awful designs. And I can imagine like I felt about the silver Christmas tree when I was seven, that there's a seven-year-old out there really, really sad that their parents bought an ombre um, brown and black Christmas tree. Like, why? 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 I don't know. I think you can do better. I think you could just not have a Christmas tree and it would be better than having a black one. Does that sound weird? Uh, my favorite employee of Dunkin' Donuts is going home for the day. She's not going to call me hun. What am I going to do if nobody calls me hun this morning? So disappointed. I guess I'll have to deal with it. I'll, I'll probably be able to. 
I don't think I won any awards for our Christmas decorations this year. Nobody came by with a with a prize, a major award for us to put in the window. I think I'm okay with without getting a leg lamp. Cash would be good. Cash is always good. Snacks, alcoholic beverages, candy, more cash, gift cards. But none of that happened. I suppose there are houses decorated better than mine. Possibly. I try, but it's not my vocation. I don't enjoy being outside when it's cold. So, you know, that's when you decorate your house. If you live in this hemisphere, if you live, you know, the latitude and longitude I do, it's generally pretty cold when we have to go outside. My, my little piggy toes and my fingers get get chilly. And I get cranky and then I'm kind of like, yeah, we're done. We don't need any more. <laughs> I suppose if I got started earlier, incurring the wrath of all the people on the internet who think they run the schedule for when it's okay to decorate your house, I'm saying turn it on, saying decorate it. We've talked about this. It, you know, I'd have to do it in like September or October, mostly late September. I'd pick a date, the 25th. That's the day that I would have to decorate my house if you wanted me up on a ladder, which you probably don't. But if you did, that that's the cutoff, I think. After that, it's like snow up to your eyeballs. I mean, that's not entirely true, but for the purposes of this podcast, it is. If you're gonna be a giant dickhead, why not do it around me? That's the theme song of that guy. <laughs> if you're gonna be a giant dickhead, why not cut me off? I'm so glad the church, I think it's a Methodist church that I drive by every day. They have a joy sign in front of the church, which, you know, my I'm tempted like last year to to take a D and hold it in front of the joy or maybe make my own D. It looks like it's made out of metal. So I'd have to get tools and supplies. Pro probably like, what would that be made out of? Steel? No, that's heavy and expensive for, it, it looks like metal though. What's a good cheap metal that we could, that whatever, aluminum? Let's say it's aluminum. Aluminum. All right, so I'm going to need aluminum. Uh, a way to cut aluminum. I'm going to have to go measure the existing letters to figure out exactly how big they are. They're, they're three-dimensional. They're, like, boxy, so... I think, I think I'd have to get like all the dimensions. It's also a stylized font and I'd want my font to match and it's a, and it's an orangish red color. So I'd need to color match that. This is turning into quite the project just as a joke to add a D to the joy in front of the church. And I'm not sure if I did that. And I know the I know the individual letters move because the Y was knocked over in the windstorm the other night. So it was Joe sideways Y. 
it's sort of vandalism, but not. But it probably is, and I don't know. I think if I got arrested for adding a D to the word joy in front of a church, that feels like the kind of thing that my company would frown upon. And you know I hate when things I do are frowned upon by anyone. I don't want them frowned upon by you, my dear, dear friend and listener. Especially if I don't know you. I don't want you frowning upon me. What if you're important? I finished my grocery shopping. I got so much stuff that I maybe didn't exactly need. It's a tough call. It, it all seemed like really important stuff until I was uh, looking at the total at the register. So I did buy another six bags of pretzel crack, as I refer to it. I refer to it as pretzel crack because it is. <laughs> it's the chocolate caramel, ugh, now I'm not going to remember, drizzlers. They're amazing. They're on those like flat pretzels, the really the top layer of a pretzel. I love those things. I like to use them, the regular ones, not the chocolate caramel, uh, to eat hummus. I guess I could eat chocolate hummus. Uh, it didn't occur to me to buy that today. Maybe we'll have to get some of that for the big party, the big dinner party that I'm throwing. Hey, guess what? If you throw a dinner party, you have to actually provide food. And I'm thinking, that is not my strong suit. But I'm going to make a valiant attempt. Hopefully everybody says, wow, well done. It was all cooked and had flavors. That's, that's, maybe that's the minimum I could ask for. It's the minimum I'm willing to ask for. I want all the food to be cooked and have flavors. Wait, I'm a business analyst, so I know I can't just say have flavors. I have to say have good flavors. <laughs> then I have to tell you um, that what the acceptance criteria is for that. Like, what is a good flavor? I would, I would posit that dogs think butthole is a good flavor, but I do not. All right, so it's got to be a flavor humans like. Oh, this gets more and more difficult. I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself, aren't I? Well, I'm going to go for something easy because that's what I always do. Not doing a standing rib roast. That's too much trouble. I also don't know when people are arriving, so this, this has to be more like an open house kind of a spread. The sort of thing where whenever you show up, there's food. That's generally, that's the best kind of gathering. No pressure. Get there whenever. We're not going to be halfway through the meal when you come in because that's not what it is. This is something I can uh, keep warm in a crock pot. Good thing I didn't give all those crock pots away. I might have two things in crock pots. Wow, that would be, that would be pushing the envelope, wouldn't it? So I got the drizzlers because I'm addicted to them. And also they had a free coupon. They're, you know how they have a little pad of coupons you could tear one off? I tore one off. In fact, I tore off two because the coupons are good until next summer. <laughs> and I'm sure I'll be back to buy more of these things if the store keeps them in stock. 
I suspect if I keep buying them six at a time, they will keep them in stock. I am going to put them out for, for my, well, my dinner party guests. I want them to experience having an addiction to chocolate caramel drizzlers, just like I have, so that they can buy six bags at a time and have the cashier give them a sideways look. You know what's cool, little girl? I can afford six bags of chocolate caramel drizzlers. I give them away. I give them to people. I say, hey, have you had these? And then I cause a lifelong problem. So I'll give another one to my son. I gave him one before. I said to him, you have two choices. You either don't open this in front of other people and then you get to have it all for yourself or you open it in front of other people and then you don't get to have as much of it as you want. Either one has its upside and its downside. I believe he shared them. Such a good boy. But they were on sale for $3.99 a bag. Normally they are $5.99 a bag. And I had a coupon. How could I not buy six bags? And I'm saying six bags because if there are seven, that means I get to eat one without telling Tom. <laughs> Look, honey, all six bags are right there on the shelf. I guess talking about it on the podcast is not a good idea because on the off chance he listens to this, and he will, he's going to know what happened. And then when I complain that I'm not losing any weight, <laughs> he's going to know exactly what to point at in the pantry. Oh, could it be because you bought 500 pounds of drizzlers? Maybe, unless I share them. Getting more snow tomorrow. So, of course, I needed to buy things that one needs when it's about to snow. Where did I get the, I think a gallon of soup? It might have been a little less than a gallon, but they didn't have, so you know how you can get individual Panera soups? They sell them now places, grocery stores, Target, whatever. But they don't all have my autumn squash soup, which is the greatest soup ever. And I used to try to make my own, but then I realized they make a damned good one. So why should I bother cutting and peeling and boiling and baking and stirring and using an immersion blender in lava? Like I don't need to do that because they have created a to-go package of their autumn squash soup. It's vegetarian. It's unbelievably good. The only thing it's missing, and guess what, folks? I have this at home, is a bag of pumpkin seeds to put. You, well, you don't need a whole bag of them, but you need some pumpkin seeds to sprinkle on top. Other things that people sometimes sprinkle on top of squash or pumpkin soup is... Um, I almost said marshmallows. That wasn't what I was going for. Mushrooms. They both start with M, but they are two wildly different things. One is a fungus and the other is a mushroom. <laughs> oh, that old gag. <laughs> uh, no, no. Marshmallows are basically egg whites and sugar. Mmm, that's the stuff. <laughs> So, uh, no, mushrooms. Sometimes people, sometimes people put some mushrooms on top. I have mushrooms, but I don't think I'm going to do that. I would rather add little pumpkin seeds. 
adds a little crunch. So that's my recommendation to all of you is go out. If you have a Shaw's near you, God bless you. I'm so jealous. I had to go to the Shaw's 45 minutes from my house, but it is on the way home and it's winter. So nothing's going to go bad. It's important not to let things go bad. All right, kids. We're in it for the long haul. And I didn't buy, well, I bought bread because I already explained this. I need bread. There are only seven days in a week. You And you have to kind of go shopping on at least one of them. And anytime they announce snow, it's going to be close to one of the seven days of the week. And what if, it, what if it's the day that you have to go grocery shopping? So I, I confused everyone by, you know, buying enough stuff to make lasagna and six bags of chocolate caramel drizzlers. So they don't think that I'm snow shopping. They think I'm just crazy. I'm here with Tom. Hello. That happens a lot. I've noticed. Occasionally she's with me. I don't always record. I don't record every moment of our waking lives. No. Or our sleeping lives. It's very nice that you edit it down for the people listening. Right. They could listen in real time. <laughs> oh my God. Get I would be the Truman Show. Only I would do the Truman Show thing if everybody was, you know, catering to my every whim and... I was the focus of attention of everyone I came across. I liked, I sort of assume that that's the case anyway, even though I know it probably isn't. It would be weird to be in the middle of a Truman show, I will say that. Yeah. I have a question for you that is going to seem out of left field, or as you probably think of it, par for the course. Okay, go for it. Um, the companies that sell bags of soil. <laughs> I wish I was recording his okay. face <laughs> so. as I as I start off my question with, so you know the companies that sell bags of soil, where are they getting that soil? Are they making it? Are they, because it's got to, you know, potting soil and it's got to be a decent quality. Is there a soil farm? I'm guessing that a soil farm would be more like a place where they do mulch and things. It's sort of like a composting company. That's my guess. So you think that they're doing, com they're, they're, they have some massive scale composting company and then after so much time they bag it up and send it to Home Depot? I, I'm going to say they have to have consistency in their product and that would be one of the easier ways to do it. So if it was all like lawn clippings or basically stuff that would turn into soil, that's going to have a lot of the nutrients that you need for that type of so they thing. So, and I know that means that they probably have like the world's best collection of worms. Yes. Because basically soil is like the good stuff is worm poop. Yeah. Because they, they break down the soil. They break down the stuff into what we call soil. I guess when you say you've soiled yourself. <laughs> you've worm pooped yourself. I've worm pooped myself. I, I mean, am I, am I 
wrong? I, had, I, like... I hadn't given much thought to it, but <laughs> I'm thinking there's got to be a quality control. You don't just go out to like your neighbor's yard and just, you know, grab yourself a cubic yard. Super cool.